Are you ready for the Low Bros Network? It's the show where you control what's on the agenda. Ask us anything and we're broad bound to answer. Starring Rick Nash, Corporate King, and the Queen of Irish Wrestling, Katie Hardy. It's Ask Low Blows. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ask Low Blows. I am your host, Corporate King, joined alongside Rick Nash, the self-proclaimed Queen of Irish Wrestling, Katie Hardy, and this is Ask Low Blows. Hey! You did it! You did it! A perfect time and all alone! You did it! Yeah, now a good... What we need now is consistency, a good long stretch of shows where I can really master this all the time, you know what I mean? That's master the intro, feeling good, let's oh, go! Oh, <laughs> still a dig there, but it was good. <laughs> it's professional dig. Oh, last, uh, yeah, I like that you got that in there though, like it was really, like you got you nailed everything. Oh. Um, but like, yeah, no, last, uh, last show for the foreseeable future. Oh. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you heard it once. <laughs> um, yeah, if you skip the main show, um, well, this is, this is our last show for a while. And uh, if you haven't skipped the main show, well, then you know. So. <laughs> I love that there's no explanation, so they do only listen to Ask Blow Blows. That's they just it. think we hate each other now. Yeah. They're just like, that's it. Well, oh, they, they obviously don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Listen to the main show. The start of the show doesn't explain it. There's no need to go back to it. Right. Um, and also on Twitter. But also we should give context like to why these questions are very... That's why the questions that you're about to hear are all navel-gazing about <laughs> us. <laughs> no, did everybody decide to get very reflective for no reason. It's, it's, not, it's a random... We actually do have like, two more shows. Just like, just, we just thought it'd be funny to be like, what's, what are you reflecting on? Yeah, but, but uh, then on our actual last show, we just make it like... List your favourite Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. At Tristan M. Carroll. Why did Keaton kill low blows? What the fuck? Yeah, why the fuck did you kill low blows? Two question wanker, for a start. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a separate question. But also, um, because I'm on McLove and I can do what I want. But also, <laughs> the, real, the, the, real, the real answer is, right, because Katie's going to give birth and yeah, I, I, like this baby has listened to me bully their mom for the last eight months. <laughs> they they are gonna fucking shoot out and just beat the fuck out of me. And I don't want to be here when this happens. I'm, I'm staying far away. I'm keeping my distance. The hilarious thing is, the baby can hear everything. Like the baby has ears and responds to sounds. Like, so, so the baby has So like, like on Wednesday, like is your baby gonna be like or it's in the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> like he's just baby's just listening for Keen's voice, like yeah, the baby's just like, Oh it's grand, don't 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 go to hate it's not it's alright, like, like I've got this sorted. You like, can't yeah. tell, like the baby kicks all the way through this and every time I laugh out loud I get a dig in the ribs like <laughs> <laughs> does the baby find me funny though? Who's uh, the baby laugh more for? Yeah, <laughs> every time I talk, it's kind of like a shut the fuck up kid. I'm very skilled. That actually answers a later question we had of who's going to be a host in the future. Because <laughs> that baby sounds like it fits right in. Um, yeah, so I hope that answers your question, or two questions. Well, what the fuck is that, I suppose, as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you for the questions, Tristan. <laughs> At Kento CCFC, have any of you a favourite moment from the many ridiculous hypothetical scenarios you found yourself in while on deserts up mountains in cars abducted by an alien? 
Believe me, I'll miss coming up with them and hearing the confusion in your voices when seeing them. Love heart. Kento, I loved your questions yes. for a start. Yes, so, thank you. The, and <laughs> so basically, right, when, the one of the reasons why I also have to go on hate is I'm actually not pregnant, believe it or not. But I do have to go on hate is it's because like a lot of time goes into low blows. One of the reasons a lot of time goes into it, not just recording or commuting, but also like I, unlike some people that I'm sitting across from, I'm not naming names, I'm sitting across from Katie just for context. <laughs> <laughs> I basically, I look up all the questions for Ask Low Blows in advance and I actually spend ages making sure I have an answer for each one because I'm not good at like working on the fly. Now in fairness, Katie can be, other people can be, I'm not. So like if somebody asks me a question out of the blue, I'm like, uh, sorry, don't have an answer for that one. <laughs> I don't want the whole podcast to be, oh, sorry, don't have an answer for that one. <laughs> I mean, that defeat the purpose of the podcast. But um, Kendo's, Kendo's basically, uh, it was the one where I didn't actually have to like prepare anything because it was yeah. just like I could try and prepare if I wanted, but then I'll have, I'll pick option A and then Katie's gonna pick option B. I'm like, which pick option B? Oh yeah, maybe I should go option B. And then Rick will go option C. I'm like, maybe option C is what. They're like, so there's no point to be preparing. So it was just one of those things where it was always it was funny every single week without any like script. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though I I love those questions. I thought they were funny as fuck. Um, my favorite moment would actually be off air. Um, it would be uh, the messages that Justy would send in, yes. fucking raging, yes. fucking raging at like the fucking stupidity coming out of all our mouths. Like, you'd be fucking ra- like, genuinely, I would say there are holes in his wall, like a hole. <laughs> and he can't explain to anybody why the holes are there. But it's because he listened to us trying to get off the desert island. He's like, I can't take this shit. Um, so yeah, I'd probably go with that. Yeah, I was actually going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, it was yeah. just these messages afterwards. That Justy the... features in mind. Or when we've had Justy on, <laughs> he realised I thought a desert island was a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to argue about the existence of bears and just broke him. Like I could see like the life leave his eyes at one point when I, was, when I was talking about the bears on the desert island. Actually, the, one of mine was, do you remember like you insisted on, like he tried to move us away the desert island started to wear out he moved us away to like the, the Siberian mountaintop yeah. and you brought tigers into it and then we instantly killed all the tigers so like every scenario that we had to go through had a sea of dead tigers right there. it was so bleak I feel like I feel like these questions turned into like an improv game yeah. like and then and then it's like what are you putting what are you throwing the fucking football into the sea of dead tigers <laughs> not knowing who people were in the games and then have to be like yeah. don't know if they're a serial killer oh <laughs> they murdered a lot of people oh like, I still rather them be in the car and we're fucking that guy he smells yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing thank you so much Kendo really yeah, thanks Kendo has like hosted the main show he's had his own show on the network I think like his he's a Lobos Hall of Famer before all of this and yet I think his biggest contribution to low blows was these questions these not only phenomenal. questions to low blows but the amount of abuse that has been contributed like directly sent to me like i'm just thinking a few weeks ago do you remember the plaster incident <laughs> <laughs> oh my god ever like, that is the funniest like, shit ever all of this is directly like thanks to kento you know what i mean like where you laughed at me for 10 minutes over plasters <laughs> kento, did not have any kento, kento did not ask you to reveal that you have a very weird specific interest in plasters it just happens it just it just happens like he just kento just puts in the formula and then everything just yeah. off the actually 
We never opened the ward, the the wardrobes. <laughs> we never discovered if there's a drawer full of plasters right there. There is a different room. Oh my god! There's a plaster drawer. Oh, we opened the door to the room. Plaster drawer. I opened the door to the room. Did you ever see those like horn shows in TLC? <laughs> it's just plasters all the way, like ceiling to floor, wall to wall. Like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So there you go. Thank Thanks you, Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> <coughs> Act, that was that wasn't very professional at all. I just choked on my own uh, spit. Very, very fun audio. Get choked up, guys. Emotions. Emotions. That's all. Yeah. Not not doing McDonald's or anything like that. Just pure emotion. Um, Act Sean McSaren. Anyone else sick of these cryptic tweets from wrestlers? Like, what do you think he's saying here? Sean, do you mind? We're having a moment here. We're having <laughs> <laughs> very emotional old blows. We're, we're having reflective questions, and Sean's like, "Yeah, what do you think it is?" Um, also, anyone else sick of these cryptic tweets from wrestlers? Question mark. Like. What do you think he's saying here? Question oh. oh. <laughs> Sean! <laughs> and the classic one, Sean even said that in a, in a tweet like yesterday, being like, now I'll send in a question because I don't want to be a two question wanker. And I've just noticed has not one, but two question marks in his question. But I'll always answer two question wankers. I just I will just slide them off for it because it is um funny. <laughs> So what was the context? It was like the thing like, was Ed saying, I'm going to be at SmackDown this week. Yeah, I think judging by the tweet. He's gonna be at SmackDown this week. It's good, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, crypto tweets. I, I, no, I, have, I do actually agree with you. I think crypto tweets are shite. Um, a bit cheesy, or whatever. Um, yeah. Have you got anything to say to that? Or? No, um, I think, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Add pop underscore cult underscore pod. If this was the end of Low Blows and it was going to be rebooted as Low Blows 2.0 with new hosts. Who from the Irish wrestling scene would you want as hosts? It's funny because you just mentioned like Tato Piquette. Could you imagine it's like old man Kean and then the offspring of like Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> these are just like these are just best friends. Like, yeah, <laughs> you and Katie's kid. <laughs> best of friends. I can totally see it. Um, I don't know, and I'm not really. I like. I don't want to answer this because, like, yeah, like. Also, as well, this is like low blow 3.0 as it is. <laughs> so you'd be going up to four, really. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't really want to answer this, and I know that's unsatisfying um, because, like, th- there may be a new iteration. We don't know what life is going to be. And also, as well, like, what? But but also to kind of make it nicer, I want to say that, like, look. I'm still in position. This is my Wednesday night for seven years now. <laughs> so this is stuck for me as a Wednesday. I will generally be walking around like a lost puppy for the next few weeks. Uh, but like having said that, there is no one else I want because like what this show has become is it's it's as much about our friendship and the, especially Asphalt Bows. It's as much about our friendship and the chemistry we have. And like now it's it's a hobby and it's something that like I'm not it's not some, it was something I once said that I wanted to make my career and my job and so on. But now it's a hobby and it's what I do on Wednesdays and it's it's really difficult to think of it. Now maybe there may be a stage down the line where, you know, it, it doesn't make sense for Keen or Katie to come back or, or one or the other or something like that and, and we really miss the show and you guys are missing it and we think there's something we can offer and we look at that. Maybe there will be, but right now I look at it and I'm like, I guess I could try to recreate it, but I, I'm not gonna get it. Like what we have here I think is special and it's something that you don't come across. From someone who's done a lot of podcasts, you don't necessarily come across that a lot. So I don't want to do it with anyone else at the moment to be honest. Like that's 
that's where I'm at. So when it was kind of clear that life was, was pointing us in different directions for the time being, I was like, the, the hiatus, it wasn't something we even talked about long. <laughs> it was something we just came to. Last like, week. It was just day last week. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, shit. Like, we kind of have to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, this is it. Like, and it wasn't even a choice for me. It wasn't something that I came back from. Because I'm like, no, this this is what this show is about. And to try to recreate it just wouldn't feel right. <laughs> Could I do other shows in the future that are like not low blows and stuff like that? Yeah, I've done that before and that'd be fine. But like, as far as low blows goes, this is what it is to me, and it's too hard to think of it with, with other people. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. Who would you guys like to see as host? <laughs> if you could replace yourself with one person, who would it be? Oh, I, I have an answer. So my answer is I would replace all of us with uh, Jay Money and the Armstrongs because I think they're gas. Yeah, uh, they're great. Justin Daniels. Who is now an A-lister in the Londis ad? Yes, yes. Hold <laughs> on, oh, Justin Daniels. Man. I, I, I literally that was gas when I thought. I, I don't think we could afford Justin Daniels. No, <laughs> no, no, not anymore. But I, I, that would have been fucking. That like that's that. Yeah, there's there's a few people that are stressing as well. I haven't seen names that are a fucking laugh. Um, there's yeah. more than enough talented people out there. Oh, yeah. No, like, well, well, Rick, well, Rick basically just tried to say for the last few minutes that there's there's no one funny in Irish wrestling and he hates them all. That's what he, that's what that basically was trying to say. Like when I read this question a minute ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just started thinking about people we've had on that I've enjoyed yeah. having on. Like so for me, like someone like Klong was mm. someone who was unexpectedly very funny and like a great fit. You know what I mean? Like Klong's funny as fuck. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Remember him defending the tag team championship by himself in Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cook as well was was very. Oh, Mick Carmapia, man! I fucking love yeah. Mick Carmapia, and it's not like the reason I love the Mick Carmapia is that if you watch the Mick Carmapia wrestle, it's like they're exactly like as you'd expect. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. them. I was thinking of the the WrestleMania watch along that we did yes. this year yeah. so many like own richards, funny, own richards. Oh, <laughs> like if you want someone who's gonna like enthusiastically tell you this is awesome about wrestling every single week like own richards is your man yeah. you know what i mean oh, except richards replacing eric rowan with taz the original taz, <laughs> <Amazing> <laughs> taz. <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. we've been very lucky with like when we have had to have stand-ins or guests and all like yeah. we've, we've had some really good people like mm-hmm. i'd say yeah anyone i've traveled down to phoenix with like like a lot, a lot of people that travel down with are funny as fuck. You know what I mean? You don't know that until until like you're stuck in a car with them for like three hours and you realize, oh my gosh, you got. You know what I mean? Like wrestlers are, and, and here's the thing: I don't want the fact that I didn't name anyone. That's more a testament to kind of. I think that was a joke. Rick doesn't with. actually. That was a I joke. <laughs> the, the relationship. I think that's more a testament to the relationship we built and kind of the chemistry that we built over the years of working together. But like. That isn't to say like Irish wrestlers are very good at pog. It's a very natural mix. Like, do you know what I mean? I remember saying it to you when we were kind of talking to you about coming on the show. It's like you're going to be good at this. Like I know already you're going to be good at. I this. didn't even listen to podcasts before I started doing this, <laughs> and now I polish off like three a day. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. Justy's the same. Like yeah. I remember when Justy took a podcast, and then after like a few weeks in, I'm like, you started listening to Bill Burr and Joe Rogan, and he's like. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> like I can hear it. Like I, I paid to go watch podcasts be recorded live. You know what I mean? Like I went full in on the deep end with pods. Oh, hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. For me, it'd be a bit like um, Top Gear. 
You know what yeah. I mean? They're, like, Jeremy Clarkson left and like, oh, it's grand, I'm in the May, we're just going to bring in someone else for you. And they're like, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do low blows with like a different trio. It'd be yeah. very weird. <laughs> and, and, and like, don't get me wrong, it can be done. We've done it and it, we've done it successfully over the years. But when we've done it, it's happened very naturally. Like when, I remember when you came in, you came in because you were filling in because Jade wasn't available. And then we're like, okay, we've got something magic here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I remember kind of, like we were saying before the show, like, hey, you've done bits before us so we kind of knew already that like right Katie actually fits in with us and I think we knew that more than you did I think you were I remember you saying before you were quite nervous and so on um but like we kind of knew what we had a hunch that there's something there it can be done but also it's not kind of yeah you don't want to just like be like what it's the same <laughs> it's not like that is yeah like it'd be so yeah. imagine if like like uh, like I was sitting across the table running out from somebody who I, like, I respected and wasn't able to bully them or anything. And it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, this is some nice respectful wrestling chat on the respectful to wrestling be fair, podcast. at one stage that was the way that this was um, supposed until, to be. Yeah. Until like Queen 10 minutes Queen. until Katie was in the room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a recurrent theme in my life to be fair. <laughs> you think, oh, the Queen and why you're wrestling. It's just some nerd. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh, yeah, thank you for the question, Tom. At Dave Bandana, I'll miss the shows while you guys are away. So I'd like to know is what in today's world of pro wrestling do you hope to see change by the time the show returns? If it does, P.S. Thank you for reminding me why I'm a wrestling fan every week. All the best. Sign of the horns. Is that that was an emoji? Oh, it was an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a goat or something like that. No, it was no, it was the rock horns. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, the I did, the goat. No, sometimes that happens where it comes up in text in text form the emoji, and I'm like crying face, laughing. Yeah, yeah like, I've seen it before. Like, what the fuck? Um, so Dave, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you read it out. Dave, <laughs> sign of the horns. <laughs> But Dave's another person who the one thing I was gonna I forgot to say this during the candle part, but I love like all the questions that we get in. I love the fact that like certain people have certain characteristics and how they ask yes. questions. Yeah. Yes. So like yeah. for example, Kento throws in with the scenario, right? Joe Stodge will reflect on a personal experience in his own life. Yeah. Lots and lots and of experiences. Story, like. And then we'll get a question from that. Chris will be like, you know, one million euro, but blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And like, I love the sort of like, different people have different like, likes and dislikes, kind of like different sort of like, formats to how they ask things. And Dave's is, again, something will happen currently in his life. And he'll be like, this very specific thing happened. And then he'll drag it back and get the vaguest question possible <laughs> from that scenario. And the thing about his questions are that because they're so vague, you can get either, or so like open, you can either be like, oh, like it's so broad that I don't actually have an answer, or of the best answer ever. Yeah. There's no in between. And that's what I fucking love about it. You remember, I remember one time, I, I thought we were going to say the same thing. We're going to say the same thing. When, when he asked the question, and I went from like whatever the question was to, I am a Taron Fletcher post. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I still do. And I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm against Darren Fletcher but it's just it was like what random thing do you have in your house and it turned into <laughs> one of the all time gold questions that I asked it's yeah. just like yeah he's just he's just there I'll go to bed now tonight and I'll walk past a Darren Fletcher like, <laughs> he hasn't like, played in years it's just it's, yeah, literally just like, he's like an executive of Man United now <laughs> you have a Man United like board member on your wall <laughs> Match magazine with all the posters. So I'm like, oh, right, let's just take it out and use it. And then I just, like, that was when I was eight and I haven't taken it down since then. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is Darren Fletcher. Guess there's Nanny, there's Darren Fletcher, oh, there's Bret Hart. <laughs> cool. Um, oh, and anyway, I didn't fucking skip past the question. Um, well, I'd like to see change. So, yeah, bit, bit of a depression answer. But, like, so right now at the minute, like, obviously, I love re- all the wrestling I'm watching through a screen is amazing. It could, this is the, like, the best ever. We've got AEW for the first time in my life. We've got a world class 
promotion that, that's on the level of WWE in terms of size. You know, I can laugh at Finn Balor humping the ground because I know that on like Wednesday I'm going to see Danielson Omega. So, and then also you've got the US Indies on top of that. You, you still have your Impact, Ring of Honors, MLW's going back and that's looking promising. Um, all, all the stuff I'm watching through a screen is great. The, I, like, oh, Irish wrestling and OTT is what's really upset me because it used to be that wrestling was shy everywhere else. But it was deadly here. I used to I used to look at Dublin as like the capital of wrestling because before AEW bringing in the odds for door stuff, that was here. Because here was where you got you know in in England you had Rev Pro choosing New Japan and Progress ICW choosing WWE. Whereas over here we had WWE with New Japan, with AEW, with Irish lads, with the best indie wrestlers in the world, with all the big names. You know what I mean? Like you had everything under one roof. And this, along with an electric crowd, along with the Hollywood style video packages, the matches, the promos, the storylines. This was. For me, like the, like my capital city arrest, and I was really really proud of it. You know what I mean? And it was obviously something I looked forward to twice twice a month, every month. It was oh, it was heaven. You know what I mean? Like, it was fucking. If you're a wrestling fan, this was fucking heaven. Um, and nowadays, obviously, you fast forward post speaking out, post pandemic. Um, I still still want to commentate for Phoenix. You know what I mean? Obviously, as long as I don't book anyone, they shouldn't. I'd, I'd happily stick with Phoenix. You know, for as long as possible. I have a lot of friends down there, and I'm like, actually, I miss Phoenix because I was meant to go down there. I actually, it was just before the pandemic. Like, I wasn't doing commentary because they weren't being recorded, but I was like, oh, I'm going to head down to the next show uh, anyway, just because like, I haven't seen anybody in a while. So I was like, oh, that, that should be a laugh. Um, but then the pandemic hit, I was like, fuck's sake. So I ended up being like, so that's probably been, by the time I get down to the next Phoenix show, and hopefully it'll be the first one, I don't know yet, but we'll see. Um, it, it, like, that'll be my first Phoenix, like two years, probably over two years, you know what I mean? So, um, looking forward to that Fight Factory I'll always 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 want to commentate for Fight Factory I'll always even if they're even, again I don't know like what stories of commentary or recording shows but like even if there's no commentary I'll still be there as a fan I, I love I thought you were going to say I'll still be there commenting <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to himself in the world great suplex there <laughs> um, dark matches <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. dark matches so <laughs> But Phoenix and Fight Factory, that's grand, but I do, I really, 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 I don't think it looks like, I mean, OTT, it's not going to change, and it, it, like, it, it kind of, it's in a position where it almost, it almost can't, like, if OTT were to turn around tomorrow and do the right thing and remove the people we want removed, it, it, it would still be like, mm, you yeah, did but, it to begin with, but I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, but why are you doing it now, like, I'd be kind of like, well, how can I trust you? You, you know, that kind of way. The, the passion, the love is gone. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's like, I still wouldn't, it wouldn't feel right. Something would still feel a bit off. Maybe I could get into it. Maybe I couldn't. I don't know. I really want to see a company that can, and it's not going to be easy. I, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get it one day. Yeah. But I, I really want to see a company that can, that can deliver what OTT delivers. That's speaking out friendly. You know what I mean? I want to see like, uh, like that's, oh man. Cause like fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it would just be like I forget what I was saying. My, my brain's oh, sorry, my brain's distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Sorry, that's what I was gonna say. And I feel like a lot of people think they can do it because you know they see like what what OTT became. Like, oh yeah, we could do that. If we, like, we got all these ideas. It'd be easy. I honestly think there'll be more DCWs and Courages than sort of OTTs in terms of companies that try and sort of. That's just the nature of anything. It's the same as rock bands. There's there's 500 like bands that flunk out and smaller bands or bands that never get to do for every one superstar band. You know what I mean? So it's not a bleak thing to say that. It's just the natural way it is. Well, it is bleak though. OTD is lightning it. Like what they had at their peak was lightning in a bottle. And like that's why kind of it was like experience what you had. Like enjoy it while you have it. And it's not going to last forever. But like... 
you got to experience it and you got to enjoy it as well like a lot of people with a net will never have that a lot of people never got to have it to begin with and it was special and i know it's sick that yeah you're you're kind of on the other side of that but it doesn't mean that it can't happen again i still see a hungry fan base here and that kind of brings me into what i want to say this might be a bit more positive spin it's similar to you but it's a bit more positive spin on it um i remember when i started low blows and what i loved about it was i'd worked in irish wrestling and kind of learned the carny way and i learned it the bad way and i didn't enjoy it and when i got out of wrestling i learned about like working with nightclubs and working in events and this and that and the other and starting my own things through djing and starting radio shows and podcasts and stuff like that and everything that i ended up bringing back to low blows in a wrestling contest and i learned how to do business the right way and i learned the joy in doing things the right way and, and of doing things that unify people and what i loved about the early years of low blows um was that the unified atmosphere that the irish scene had do you know what I mean? That the thing that we is bigger than I. You know what I mean? There was never people that were just kind of there just for their own thing or get trying to get themselves over or this or that and the other. It was all just like let's all come together because we as a collective are better than like I. And everyone came together. No one was bigger than it. It was like right a low blows nights like I'd organize it, but like the fucking people would be on the stage. The people who paid to be in would be the people that are on the stage. They'd be doing stupid shit or they'd be doing funny shit. Think of fucking uh, the talent show that we did before when it was like there's people bombing out like doing stand-up comedy sets and then you have Jimmy Malloy come along and absolutely smash it. Um, and then like that and then all of a sudden he'd be a hero for the night and that stuff. And everyone was in it together because it was fun. I feel like, and again, this isn't to rag on OTT, because look, I've said all I need to say on them, but like, I feel that the scene over the past few years has become disparate, and it's become fractured, and it's become clicky, where everyone has their own groups, and I feel like, look, it is because like, the main influence in the scene has had this divisive reaction to criticism where every time you criticize it they try and make you into a bully and then they push one side into one corner and they push themselves into another corner and they divide and crack the scene to the point that now we're all just fucking sick of the scene as it is a lot of us uh, even if you're on one side or the other we're just like all sick of fighting each other so what i'd like to see by the time it comes back and i guarantee you that i'm not going away like uh, after all this i will still do what i can to try bring this back but i'm only one person what i'd like to see when we come back is that scene united again is that us going do you know what it was fucking fun at one stage and we didn't all fucking fight so let's get on the same page because if we do that then we can make something very fucking special do you know what i mean and let's like try and unite each other let's try find some common ground unite around okay yes there are some bad people can we just agree on what's bad and get them the fuck out and then agree and i'll enjoy this again so i want to see that i want to see the scene reunified maybe there's been too much damage done and that's very optimistic but like yeah. i would like to see that that's you're asking me what i'd like to see and i'd like to see that is it realistic is it gonna happen i don't know <laughs> i think yeah like for I, I do get what you're saying like again if i look at like again pre-speaking out pre-pandemic ott like i felt that when i was there like it was kind of like yeah everybody like regardless of who you liked or didn't like you know this is the company that's in the stadiums and shit so everybody's at least you know we get to see that but post speaking out, yeah it's very it's very divided It'll, i don't know i don't it, it's it's one of those things i actually we had this conversation like off air last week and i said to you is like i would love to see a screenshot of like 
three years from now or four years from now the Irish wrestling scene because I can't tell you in a million years what it's going to look like I'm so curious I've no idea um, so there's no point in me making a prediction yeah. um, but I'd like to see I'd like to see another company kind of at the top and I'd like I'd like I, I miss what I had a lot <laughs> so I want that and particularly the one thing I will say is watching it all through a screen like when we watch like Arthur Ashe and we look at these atmospheres I'm like oh my god I wish I was there that makes me sick. <laughs> like, it makes me happy watching it, but I'm also like fucking happy like, because I know what it feels like to be there. Yeah, so, yeah. and I know like for me, I know different people have like, I know, love live wrestling more than others. I, for me, live wrestling was so much better than watching it through a screen. It's not even close, just for me personally. So like, I want it back so bad. <laughs> like that's what I want to change. We're kind of focusing in on one particular area, and I feel that like there may be others. And, and one person that I think is the most relevant voice in the room now is something that I want to hear from. It's like, hey, do you want to be <laughs> <laughs> you'll be someone who's like even like while you're still like you know being a mother you'll still be kind of like helping make what the world of professional wrestling is so kind of what is that like give us some insight into kind of your thought process into what the vision that you have for the wrestling world or you'd like to see I feel real bad because this is a real thoughtful convo my answer was genuinely going to be I hope the Hurt Business get drafted to Smackdown and I'll get shit again <laughs> 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 but like I I think I'm just a bit more optimistic than Keen. I get what he's saying, but like I've I've lived through a wrestling recession in, in Ireland where yeah. we had no boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even when I first started watching wrestling, it was during the NWA IWW feud days, you know what I mean? Like where you know, and then it moved into just where we had wrestling shows but we didn't really have standouts on the scene as bad as that sounds like this is the big difference to me like before OTT is like you would go to a local wrestling show because you watched the American wrestling on the telly mm -hmm. right it did not matter who was on that poster because you did not know who the fuck any of them were you know what I mean a lot of time the people on Irish wrestling posters were generic luchadors that were pulled off the internet it wasn't anyone who's was actually going to be on the show you just saw that poster and you were like <laughs> wrestling you know what i mean like and, and you know usually I mean. at the top of it was wrestling yeah, yeah you know what i mean so that's that's the that's the era i'm coming from yeah. so I'm, I'm very optimistic that we've had we've had booms and they will come again because i know what this lull yeah. feels like and like this week alone we had 40 new trainees walk into fight factory like i've Huge. never had that many trainees start at once before we've had courses where we've had maybe five or six generally in wrestling schools they come in waves so like my wave I would have had the likes of uh, Rough Stuff, <laughs> Kev McDermott, Dead Bones Dawkins, you know what I mean? Like that was my wave of wrestler. And then like, you know, you had the, the wave of wrestlers with your, with your Morden Hypes and your Valkyries, Debbie Kytels, like that was another wave. So like these things do come in waves. Mm -hmm. Like I am optimistic that this could be the biggest wave coming, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's because people, people want to get back to wrestling, they do love it. and enough people want a good wrestling scene that I am optimistic that there will be a better wrestling scene in a couple of years you know what I mean that there, there's enough voices there I know sometimes it doesn't feel like that but like I fully believe after what I've seen the last few weeks and talking to people that there is enough fresh voices and fresh blood flooding into the industry now that like 
it will get better. I, I agree, I, I, but I do think that comes with there needs to. We need to know there needs to be a unified approach. There needs to because we can't. There, there, there's either two shit scenes or there's one good. There's one great scene with a, with a country like Ireland and a, and a wrestling company. You know what I mean? So that's that's where we're at. So there needs to be a unified approach here. Wh- whatever way that comes, I don't know, but like. Like yeah, it can't just be. It's it's two shit scenes unless we're unified. Yeah, you know. The one thing that I'd say is, like, and I know obviously people are saying, oh man, the British scene is so dead and the Irish scene is so dead. I I I do agree with. I mean, if you see like you know the progress and Rev Pro posters and shows, it doesn't look great. But for me, the difference now and the difference before I started going to Irish shows is that at least I'm aware now of like. The possibilities. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm aware that like we can have like the like best wrestling promotion in the world at our doorstep. We can set out the national stadium. You know what I mean? Like, this is all stuff where like I'd never in a million years would have gone to a wrestling show back in like say 2011 or something yeah. like that. You know what With I mean? Like, Barry. no, no offense <laughs> to anyone who's who's around back then. Who <laughs> might have been on the show? Just starting. Just starting. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. It was just like I would because it was just like the way I saw it was just like. It just looked like it was all kind of kid shows and stuff, you know what I mean? I was kind of like, and I'm sure there was like maybe 18s and all that, but just for me as an outsider at the time, I was like, I, you know, it just didn't really appeal to me. It's kind of like I'm just gonna stick with staying at home. But now I'm like, you know, when, so you know, I'm I'm, op- I'm open basically is what I'm saying. Like I want to see things get better. Um, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll wait yeah. and see is really all I can say about it. But thank you for the question, Dave. Very thought provoking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one nice, like one last nice deep chat. <laughs> I like it, Dave. And that's exactly what you said, Dave does. That's exactly what you said. We did it. You did it again. He's a genius interviewer. <laughs> Do you want to show, Dave? We have a lot of airspace. <laughs> Ask Joe Stodge. Who has been the guest you always wanted on, but never got? Dave Bandana, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's two that come immediately to mind. Gav Riley uh, was just, because he's, ju- he's just good crack. He loves wrestling. And I think people love this show. This show is sneakily the best show to have guests on for. And the reason is, you interview them, but it's not an interview. Mm-hmm. And you know what it's like doing interviews. Like Interviews are tough. Yeah. Because you're trying to get across your personal brand. You're trying to say the right things. You're trying to say what the interviewer wants but you're also trying not to get caught with the quotes it's fucking stressful if you're talking about your own life but if you're talking about what you bring on a desert island that's fun it's different it's still but also like when you have a guest on the show you learn you still learn things about them and you learn things that are more insightful than what their favorite match was you know what I mean? you're like i didn't know you didn't know what turtles were like. <laughs> Like, and I'd love to hear, like, a Gav Riley or someone like that, like, and in that context, and what would we get out of them? Um, someone I always want to have a sit, and, and like, I, I'm, like, and this is something I haven't got a chance to do, because I, it's not something I'm that interested in, but, like, I'm, I'm a sneaky good interviewer. I'm a sneaky good tough interviewer, if that makes sense. I'll be, I'll be quite good on, pr- on prime time. I once had, I told you, I once had Joan Burton tell me to fuck myself <laughs> after I destroyed her. Um... I'd love to have, I'd love to have had like difficult conversations, but interesting interviews and meaty interviews. So I'd love to have had like, um, Seamus was one that I always wanted to have. And I want to have it out like where it's like, things have gone great for you and I want to hear that story. And that's something that I want to discuss. But also while we're here, what happened with Irish Whip? 
Like we were both there and things went very south. What happened there? And I'm, I'm good at getting to that because like I can do it. Like I'm re- I learn about myself and work, like even in, in kind of performance coaching and stuff like that that I do with people. I'm good at getting to difficult subjects, but like in a, I'm on your side way. So you can tell me these things. And I'd love to like have that conversation where, yeah, it's difficult, but also I'm not attacking you here. I'm just like, let's just have a conversation and let's discuss it. So I'd love to do that kind of thing. But I think wrestling interview shows are the most boring cliche thing ever, so I, I never do. But Seamus was one guest I wanted to have on because, I, like, it, like it's part of me that love to have a chat with him again. You know what I mean? We were we were mates back in the day, like we trained together and, and stuff. So I love to kind of get that full circle interview, and, and it probably never will happen, but it was something that I always wanted. I think because she's become such lore on the show, imagine if we had Melina sit down with us. Ah, uh, my answer was Melina, right? <laughs> and the answer, the reason it was Melina is because I don't like doing like online stuff, like online everything. I prefer in-person chats. Mm. And she was here! <laughs> <laughs> we were in Muskers, obviously you know the story, showed up when we were doing Game of Thrones. I think it would have been so much funnier if we just brought her in, right? And just, just went, oh, by the way, like former like WWE Women's Champion Melina's here. So what's she about Game of Thrones? And she just like, just has the chat. And it's just, for me, I think that would be one of the funniest, like best podcast moments ever because you've got such a massive star and that's just stumbled into that. <laughs> Never has it ever happened on a wrestling show before where it's like, it just stumbled in. Like obviously you get like guests like that, but you plan it and you'd be yeah. like, you know, where is this? And you're not even talking about wrestling. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, by the way, Melina fucking Perez. Like that, <laughs> that to me would be the coolest thing ever. Um, I also, I just think Melina's daddy as well. If we so. come back, it has to happen. Like, <laughs> so I, I, do, I was planning on having her do that to train him one day when she was back in Ireland and she was supposed to come down one Sunday and she sent me a message two days before and she's like, I'm really sorry, I got to catch the first flight back to the States. They've asked me for a raw. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like, I'm so glad I didn't tell anyone because I would have looked like such a gobshite. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, come train yeah, on yeah. Sunday. Come train on Sunday. <laughs> We're going to be doing forward rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you have to start putting in the work now. It's like I'm gonna call you on Zoom one no, day. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if you didn't hint at it. You're just like, oh, my friend Melina's here, and, and she's gonna come to train on Monday. It's gonna be daddy, and I can't wait. And you're all gonna get to hang out with Melina. It's gonna be amazing. And she doesn't show up. It's like, I, I swear we're good friends. We are. Oh, amazing. Um, good stuff. You have right. to choke in. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for the question, Joe. At Roscom Dan. Um, in good season finale style, yes. value five members of the Fight Factory roster in Euros. As a guide, LJ Cleary is top and worth 10 euro, go. Right. So I'm just saying, this is just my sort of four, whatever it is, I'm throwing out five. Off the top of my head, if LJ's 10, then Flamboy and Fabio, who's the champion, would also be 10. Kong and Martin Steers are also champions, so they would also be 10. And Phil Boyd, I'm going to put as a 10 so I don't get stabbed. And Katie's one euro. So that's just my gauge at the minute. <laughs> Katie's snapping. Katie's <laughs> well, what's your um? What? Where do you rank where do you rank yourself? Euro. Where would I rank myself? Yeah. Yes. How, how much would you value yourself? I own Fight Factory. Ten euro. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're the best there. It does. Does it? No. She's, <laughs> she's the booker. She can. <laughs> I'm booking myself on the ten euro. Okay. We have this power. Value uh, your trainees. Now that you phrase it like that, I am not Who's one euro? Who would you put as just who's one the least measly? Va- who's the least valuable member in Who would you put as 100 cents? <laughs> not even enough. 
for a Mars bar, under inflation, you know what I mean? Like it's over a euro. Are you <coughs> saying that because we have a box of Mars yeah, bars? Yeah, it's in my head, it's subconscious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, who, who did you, like, is there any... I'm clearly not answering Who's this. the most valuable though? Me. No. That's, that's a lie though. Well, <laughs> you know, like they wouldn't say it about you either. Like. <laughs> Someone has to stand up for me, okay? <laughs> so you're, ta- so right, the woke queens, right? They they beat you up. They like you know you, you know when you had that injury, they no sympathy. They you, they still fought you at the stadium. You're gonna give them like ten. Give them a ten. Ten euro, like. No, I'm just saying they're not one euro. Well, where where would you rank them then? Nine euro. Is that not actually what are the options? You never really specify. Like one 10? to ten. There's no, there's not. Yeah, you can technically say five people. Are oh 10 yeah, euro. just says yeah. Sorry, I didn't read this question at all. Sorry. I think it was ten, five, two, and one. That was when he got slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like. <laughs> Five would probably be the next highest then, unless you're, unless you're like 9.99, which is kind of cheating. Like. <laughs> I don't know if this is a game Dan wants to play with training back on <laughs> and shows on the horizon. I really there was don't. only one question you could ask though. I appreciate that he had Yeah, to this ask is a season finale yeah. question that Dan has to ask. Is, where yeah. would you, what would you value Dan, Dan Manning? What would I value Dan yeah, Manning? Yeah, where, where would you put him in the Europe? Yeah. If Dan Manning valued himself, he would not have sent this question in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any more? No, Alright, okay. fair enough. Uh, thank you for the question, Dan. Um, at Clueless Nerd, Adam asks, How do you think the addition of the Zoom chat has impacted wow. you individually and the show the most since you started it? For me, being on Zoom every week kept me from falling completely out of love with wrestling. Thank you all for that. Oh, thank nice. you again, Adam. And I, yeah. There's a lot of thank yous going around tonight. Yeah. tonight. Like, I like how like, we're getting to kind of say, and even if we haven't directly said it to you, it's like we're getting to say thank you to. Our, our, all of our regular it, it'd questions. It'd be weird if, if yeah. we actually, uh, if we didn't thank everyone actually, you know what I mean? It'd be sort of like, bye. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I like how we're getting that individual moment <laughs> as well. Um, I don't, do you know what, I don't, like, Zoom was, like, for the show, I think the energy of the show is much better and we're much quicker when we're face-to-face. Do you know what I mean? And I think we all kind of agree. And I think it's better for you guys too. Um, but Zoom was so important, like, and, and for, like, and this is outside of the show side of things and just in, like, real life. Zoom was during, for, and I think, I think listeners and us can say the same thing. It almost became a, a codependent relationship at one stage for us and the listeners because no matter how crazy and scary the world got, <laughs> every Wednesday for a few hours, like at one of the scariest times we will ever be alive, we got to act like things were normal. And it's such a weird thing that like, so for some reason, a lot of people couldn't get away with that. A lot of shows couldn't get away with that. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, every show had to kind of pay homage to like the fact that what was going on, COVID is so serious. And yeah, we discussed it and stuff like that. And we didn't shy away from it, but, we still just did the show the way we always would do the show and we got to get away from it for a few hours and no matter how bad things got on the outside world and even like within our own group chat like over the past year like we had speaking out we had blm we had like so many we had covid in general like so many things happened like and we were having quite serious chats among ourselves like about the world and stuff like this as well um, but then we come together on Wednesday and it wouldn't fucking matter you know what I mean we just talk straight about desert islands and stuff like that you cannot put a value on that do you know what I mean you cannot put a value on it and to be able to do the show with you guys there as well and to kind of broaden that relationship that we have with you guys in the statement I put out and I know it probably sounds cheesy and like a statement thing to say but I meant it it's like 
I wanted to do the show to celebrate the friendship we have, but also the extended friendship we've made with all of you. And the Zoom is key in that because that was like we hung out on a Zoom call. It was like, yeah, okay, we were the hosts and we were technically doing the show. That was the format, but we're all kind of there and we're all just like having a laugh and comforting each other during again what was a scary fucking time, you know. Um, so that's really important. You cannot put a value on that, and and I was delighted to be able to spend that with you guys. Um, and again, like kind of, it's, it's something that we discovered we can do. So it doesn't mean that we'll never do it again. But for the time that was in it with COVID and everything else going on, it was a place where we could be normal for a week, and that is fucking huge. Like even for even Zoom conversations I had with my best friends felt weird. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like this isn't like the pub. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for whatever reason, when we did the show, because we have a format, we have plans, we have this and that, and we have everything else set up, it felt normal. It felt like just two hours, two three hours of just normal um and that that was huge i much needed during covid so that's what it was for me anyway yeah like really similar like outside loads but loads blows no blow. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna discuss this in a sec. That's actually the answer to another question. Anyway, go on. Outside of this podcast, <laughs> I didn't really do any of the quizzes or the calls or anything. Yeah. Like I don't know, it just it wasn't a great way for me to connect. But like the podcast did work on it. You know, mm. remember those first few bad weeks on Messenger where we couldn't see each other and <laughs> it was like it was just so weird being online and trying yeah. to like act as if everything was normal. So like Zoom really helped it. Yeah. Like, because we could see each other and then we could actually like see in real time like feedback from people what they were enjoying on the show and stuff and like having them engage it was really nice um, and on a personal note being on Zoom really helped me hide the first three months of shitty pregnancy <laughs> symptoms <laughs> like no one could see me drink my ops off screen which was a, a blessing to be honest like I don't know how I would have hid that from you for three months <laughs> it was funny that brief period where we knew and like the audience didn't, and then when we'd see you drinking a yacht, we're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> What about yourself, kid? Yeah, like, I'm not, I, like, I, I really don't like online yeah. chats. <laughs> like, I don't like um, Zooms, I don't FaceTime with friends, I don't do video calls, I hate it. Um, so obviously when, when, I, when things were like, went from in-person to online, I was kind of like, uh, <laughs> I, was, I, I really, I had a decision to make, because I'm kind of like, do I stick with this? Because there are aspects of it, like, for example, like, I don't really find it, like, how do I put, like, fulfilling? Is that the word I'm looking for? Like, when I leave here now, I go, I get the bus home, I go inside, like, I feel fucking great. And I have yeah, a laugh, yeah, yeah. I hung, you know that feeling you always do whenever you hang out with friends? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel fucking great. And for me, online was different because when we finished the show, you know, I'd be sweating. I'd be in my own room, I haven't gone anywhere, you know what I mean? I'm kind of like, I can hear like everyone else in my house outside my room, like, uh-huh. yeah. uh, kind of like, I didn't, even though there are benefits to record online, I definitely, I'm much more of an in-person in podcaster, I'm not really big into online, but the one thing that I did, I will take from it, and the reason I'm glad I stuck with it even through all that, and, and the Zoom chat will be included in this as well, it's just keeping in contact with everyone. Yeah. It, it's, it's something that like you, you do take for granted, but like being able to just ha like guarantee that you're going to have the chats, like, you know what I mean, among, among us for like, once a week, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the reason why I did it, you know what I mean? And like and then the Zoom chat on top of that meant that like everyone else got to like I love that because then they got to give their opinions live, so I was able to incorporate that into the into the show. So say we're having a chat and we're like, Oh, what was the name of that thing again? Or like what or 
or somebody might make a point that we weren't even thinking of and like yeah. oh yeah that's a good point Adam or you change about. everything yeah yeah, 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 yeah or like somebody yeah, will yeah. say something funny as fuck that I really I'm like oh that is hilarious like <laughs> you know what I mean like um, this is good as well that we got to give people something to look for that's the one thing I really liked about it where it's like we're we're like not only are we chatting and we're having our catch-ups but we got to give people something to look they had their Wednesday nights you know what I mean and I know a lot of people appreciate it. Yeah, I love I love the interactive interactive nature of it. Definitely, like uh, you know, I, I obviously I much prefer like yeah. podcasting in person. But I think as far as kind of like the next best thing goes, I thought that was really really solid because there's almost like benefits from that that you wouldn't get from in person, yeah. which would be um, which would be the Zoom chat. So uh, yeah, it was cool cool being able to sort of hang out. It's that's that's kind of I suppose what it was more so than us recording this and sending it out and you listen to it later. You know what yeah. I mean? You were there with us, so. That was really cool, and it was cool the way you know what I mean. Obviously, like like the listeners were invited, and you got to know everyone as well over time, like as individuals and stuff. So I kind of like that aspect of it too. So yeah, yeah it was really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it as well, Adam, and everyone else was a part of it. So uh, thank you for the question. At Keith uh, Keith Hanley. It's not it's not uh, Keith Hanley's actual Twitter name, but he has a weird Twitter name now because he's been banned from Twitter several times. He's a big troll. So. Regular Keith Hanley. Uh, <laughs> off the back of this announcement, I just want to say I just want to thank everyone uh, at Low Blows for all they've done during lockdown. Rick, Katie, Keen made Wednesday night Zoom calls a must and really helped my mental health. With that being said, what was your favourite lockdown Zoom call moment? Oh right, so there is a question at the end. I, do you know what? Right, I read that at first and I thought I, I didn't see that part at the end of like what's your favourite Zoom call moment. So I genuinely was like, do we actually have for the first time in history? A zero question why <laughs> like, this lad went backwards. <laughs> I was ready to tear each other. A zero question wanker. Um, no, so he has got a question. Um, is this? There's there's two for me, and I think we may agree. One is uh, film on Euro, um, but like it was for me the funniest moment of all. That was the payoff yeah, where, a couple of weeks answer. later, yeah. and then he's like, "And when I used to play FIFA, I used to always put myself as one Euro. Yeah. Of course, you fucking did." And then he's like, "No!" And I'm so glad that we got that on video. We got to put that up, and everyone could see. He just sunk into the couch. And didn't speak for about 20 minutes. <laughs> he just was like, I did a bad thing. Um, I would also say on top of that, Katie only getting what happened like a minute later as well. So it was like a pause and Katie was like, what? And it's like, one year old, Phil. Oh! <laughs> um, that or the Chocolate World Cup final. Oh, um, these are, I've been the saving World these Cup, for like... Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. saving these, yeah. I, like, I was saving this for like a question, but yeah, the Buttons World Cup was fucking iconic. Like, we yeah. fucking crushed it. Don't care, that was the one time I'd see, like, me and Katie were a team, and it, it, you know what, it was fucking dead. <laughs> but we're, we're actually a pool team as well. Yeah, but I mean, just on the podcast, it was the one time where I was actually like, right, I'm actually agreeing with Katie, but you know what, this is, this is like, because you just see the entire chat as well being like, no, this is bullshit, fuck, you see, this is the benefit of the, of the Zoom group chat, you know what I mean, you get, to, you get to see everybody have a fucking meltdown when you say buttons are the best chocolate, it wasn't even, I they were begging you not to, like, it wasn't even, begging. I thought buttons was like the best chocolate, but it was just that like, all the better chocolates were knocked out, so do you know what fuck is then, yeah, buttons, buttons all day, uh, so, no also, another one, Keen reacting to the Ireland match. Oh, I was literally about to say that. I forgot about the Adam Brown goal, where where Katie was like, "Oh yeah, and then uh, Shane McMahon." I noticed he came out, and I was like, "Yeah!" I, was like, I really agree with you, Katie. Like, like, no, but like, do you remember we taped Arsenal blows afterwards, and the match is still, and you're still reacting, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" Is what I would say two days ago. <laughs> 
had the Ember by the whole Kento, show. I remember Kento was on that as well. Cause it was like the start of Asphalt Blows, so he was on. It was the match was still going, yeah. and we didn't know what way it was going. It was uh, I think Serbia ended up going like three one up. I was like, fuck's sake. Is what I said two days ago. And yeah. <laughs> the whole show was like us improvising <laughs> that we weren't watching the match. That, yeah, <laughs> that was fucking gas. Yeah. Um, yeah um, is that what's that? Do I have any more? I do have. I like yes. I know memory isn't your. Yeah, I'm literally yeah. skimming through the show titles, and I'm like, what. Oh, oh, one, I have one other Zoom one. It was when um, <laughs> Katie read out her dream team with a Valtteri Bottas. Leading the line. So confident. <laughs> I really thought I was getting one over on you. So <laughs> I really did. I thought it was so funny. I just picture Phil earlier that day sitting down, like, yeah. intensely being like, Valtteri Bottas, you know, You wrote a script. Like, yeah, I, I, I went to him because I was like, look, I'm sick of people laughing at me on the sports <laughs> questions. I'm sick of not being able to join in. Like, will you will you just help me out on this? Just give me some names, like, and like instead of helping his pregnant fiance, <laughs> he decided to make me look like a fool on air. Like, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the question, Keith. At Scott underscore Aspel, what was the one hot take another co-host has said that just made you want to hop the table or through the screen and start throwing this? Oh my god. <laughs> that was my phone that made that noise. I don't know why I dropped that so fucking... Anyway, um, we're, I have an answer for this, but do you have an answer for us? Yes, I have one for both of you. Oh god. What's the name oh. of this show? Love Blows. Hey! It's not that. What? It's not that. What? Not this show is not called Love Blows. Love Blows? It's two different words. <laughs> Love Blows. Oh, right. <laughs> Katie says, Love Blows. <laughs> And I've never said it to you, but every time you say it, I just go. Mm. <laughs> I've never even noticed that. Loveless. Loveless. <laughs> two words. Low blows. Low blows. Loveless. Loveless. I never noticed that. Loveless. It's like you say it like the French national football team. Loveless. <laughs> like I was talking to my ma earlier, and I was like. Um, She's like, what are you doing today? You going home to rest? And I was like, no, no, I've I've the last episode of Love Blows to do. <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck is that? Because I, I just called it the podcast to her because like, like she doesn't know what a low blow is. You know what I mean? Like, low blow is a weird name for a podcast. It reminds me when um remember when it was, there was like a fatal four. Remember it was like what was it the um oh what was the show called again? Remember it was like it was a, was it a fight factory show where it was like there was a fatal four way, but it was uploaded onto the Low Blows YouTube channel oh. and everyone was just like. Where is the low blow? <laughs> yeah. There is no low blow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm keen. What 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 uh, grinds my gears when it comes to you is when <laughs> you refuse to like like when like when I make recommendations. Like Katie, if I make a recommendation to you, you'll probably check it out eventually. Go on to yeah. this, but same as me. But like when I make recommendations to you, consider that I know you. <laughs> I know you quite well. We talk every week for hours, <laughs> and then like um, like there are things that I know you love, and we just had it today. Ted Lasso, mm. it would be right up your alley. Yeah, you would love it. Like it is your perfect TV show, but your view and like even things like New Japan, like it bothers me because it's like I hear like what you like, and I know what you like. You love sports, and you love kind of like sporty things and it's like if you could just get this if you could just let this click but you're just like no i don't like it i don't and i'm like it's, oh you you actually do you just don't know <laughs> there's no time like if i don't do that then it's like because this is the one thing I, lo- I learned from from the pandemic and i find it really interesting before the pandemic i wanted to get into like 
you know, NFL, NBA, I want to get into this sport, that sport, and then yeah. this wrestling show, that wrestling show. The pandemic, the one like sort of personal, I hate saying benefit of the pandemic, that's the wrong way of wording it. But you get what I'm saying? It's like, I was able to sort of organize my thoughts in my head and finally figure out a system where it's like, right, no. this is how much I can get into this. This is how much I can get into that. This is how much I can get into that. So I would watch Ted Lasso if it's like- It's 30 minutes a week. I don't have 30 minutes. On top of college and YouTube and then like gathering my interests, which is wrestling, MMA, motorsport, football. It's it's very it's it's like there is no time, so it is like. Well, yeah, fair point. But if I was to find time for it, you know, like I did with Bang Up Abroad briefly, I decided again. Like, I didn't have a. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> I was really watching Bang Up Abroad, uh, and you're like, "There's no time. There's no time in the day. You're rewatching Bang Up Abroad." I'm not rewatching. I'm just watching it. But, um, no, but even then, man, that's my point. Bang, I had to stop watching Bang Up Abroad because there wasn't enough time for a 45 minute thing of a. Uh, well, people getting banged up abroad, and people getting like. <laughs> did I tell you? Oh, I think I did. About the Kuwait one. And how your man escaped the prison. Oh, did I tell you about this? Uh, I do know that we had. We, like, this was a big feature on an episode before. We did do a big banged up I, I think this one, the last episode, so, so I might not have told okay. you about it. They basically. This lad was in Kuwait. And it was kind of one of the, one of the ones where I kind of felt sorry for him a little bit because in any other country, what he what he was doing. Like, he was basically a teenager who was, like, smoking weed and shit. It was, it was like, literally nothing. But obviously in Kuwait, they got very strict laws and he didn't obey the laws. Um, and he was living there just from circumstance or whatever. So he got stung, ended up going to prison. I'm really summarising this because it's obviously it's a, it's a big documentary. Yeah. But um, in the prison, anyway, uh, things are going awful for him. It's miserable. So what happens? In the bare mind, it's the early 90s and he's in Kuwait. Iraq invade. <laughs> and when Iraq invade, they're all listening to the radio, they go to bed that night, nothing nothing, spe- nothing on the border is happening. They wake up and they notice all the guards are gone. And like all the guards have left the prison and they're like, oh, well, can we get out? And a one, one lad, just one lad in one cell had these big fucking tree trunk legs and he just fucking booted the door down. They're all like, way! And they all just ran out of the prison. And your man went ended up meeting up with his dad and quite fucking off back. And it's funny because they're all the prisoners like running across the desert in their prison uniform, just like free. Yes. And then he runs back to his dad in Kuwait and they all escape and go back to the UK as if the whole thing never happened. It's so funny. One of the best endings to the show ever. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, the point <laughs> is, oh, one hot take that another calls. Yeah, yeah go for it. hot take. You, uh, you've got shit Negan takes. We will, we will get back to this. <laughs> so, anyway, no, so what is, do you have one for Rick? Uh, I know there's definitely wrestling things we've disagreed on mm-hmm. massively. I don't know if I, he provokes the same anger in me as you do, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when me and Rick disagree, it's, it's a discussion. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. two civil adults, whereas yeah. when me and Kate disagree, Kate will be like, I don't know, I just don't really agree with it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just really agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> and just, and just these, like, I just feel like my disagreements with you are on a different level. Because <laughs> I get so much. Like, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be so weird. If, if Rick reacted to you the way I do, it'd be so weird, wouldn't it? Imagine if it's just like, yeah. I think you need to have a sort of peaceful meeting. People storming out every single week. Um, so mine with Rick, I don't know, I couldn't think of one off the top of my head, so I'm gonna say uh, politics. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that wasn't like that wasn't really, not a hot take. That wasn't angry, it wasn't like yeah. I want to jump over, that was just depressing. Whereas this <laughs> Whereas I'm gonna say maybe um putting Omega and Danielson and say something stupid for the time and my stuff. I was like, <clears throat> angry. Um, with Katie, yeah, this is easy. I'm going back two weeks. I'm sure, by the way, this, this question, like, I couldn't I couldn't think back. A lot of these questions that I found it difficult to sort of think back to every random conversation I've had since 2018. <laughs> so um, I have reflection. My reflection skills are a bit weak, but this one was fucking... 
this, like, oh my, this is infuriating. Spoilers, right, spoilers walking down, I can't put a timer on it. Surely you won't go more than five minutes. But this fucking shit of like, oh, oh, yeah, you need to hate Negan because he killed Glenn and he smiled when he was doing it. It's like, and what? <laughs> it's an apocalypse. <laughs> fucking, the judge, the judge, like, even him and, oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm an episode ahead, I'll say nothing. Yeah. But, um, wait, are you, actually, sorry, just if we're on the topic of walking there, by the way, use, have you watched up until an episode behind me? Like, are you up to date with your episodes? Yes. Yeah. So you saw, you were in the house. Am yeah. I right saying? Yeah. Those were the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. I laughed my arse off at them. What? When the things were crawling with the long hair. I thought that genuinely felt like a proper horror, horror episode. Movie, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that it. That was the funniest thing. Fer- ferals are like, ferals freak the fuck yeah. out of me. Like. What's a feral? And, and that's what they are. The ferals feral. are like humans who've kind of gone wild. They've See, I, I looked at that and I'm like, I thought, the reason I laughed so hard is like, that's me, man. They've got hair down <laughs> their fucking, down their ankles. They, don't, they just stay in their room all day and they're like, I'm like that's me. That's me over the pandemic. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it was so well done like the fact that whenever it was like Connie's scene there was no sound I thought that was yeah, such a better yeah, yeah. choice like I was yeah. proper like on edge watching but it the fact that like the all the like a load of the fucking I don't know what to call ferals <laughs> the fact that like a load of them got eaten that was horrifying I was like oh my god because I felt like I was like seeing me get killed off I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe like, the amount of characters that span the walking dead that's who you were so I relate, I relate to the ferals so much man just the way just they got this house that they're just staying in the whole time and they're just sort of like <laughs> that's fucking hilarious I love them I wish that was I wish they were more of a recurring thing like yeah, a recurring character yeah that's, I get to know one of them or something like that oh uh, brilliant very good um, so yeah just 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 your Negan takes a shite uh, and I think yours are equally shite yeah, like, yeah you do Negan just say that <laughs> um, yeah so that's that's all is that all we can think about the yeah. top right thanks for the question Scott at Simpsons WWE, what has been your favourite moments looking back on the history of low blows? So we've kind of, we've done a few. Um, I, like if it's problem. all, uh, if it's all the low blows and not necessarily just ourselves, live shows and Neds were amazing and I'm raging we never got a chance to do one. Um, because it was just the most magical thing ever where this, I've, I, so consider I've wrestled, I've DJed, I've done like bits in comedy um, I've like MC that shows and done a lot of live things. I've done TV before. I've done this, that, the other. Um, the live shows and Neds are the most rewarding kind of live experience I've ever done. The reason being is, if you get pops on a wrestling show, ultimately they're popping for a character. Ultimately they're <laughs> popping for like you know something you came up with, a concept, a gimmick. It's not you. It's something that you did or said, and it's not really for you. It's based around the context of the scenario you were put in by a booker. Um. If you're doing a live podcast and people are shouting back like things that you said, just shite that came out of your mouth because you're just having shy talks with your mates and people are all of a sudden, like people you've never met are shouting that back at you up and you fill the room just to see you do the little shy talks you have with your mates. It is the most fulfilling, amazing, fun thing ever. I remember when me and Don used to do them and we look across at each other like, I can't I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe, like the first time we did it, it was like, I can't believe this is working. I didn't know these people listened to us. I didn't know they listened that closely. I didn't know that when we'd say the start of a joke, they'd be like, and then they just finish it. And I'm like, this is amazing. Cause it's just purely, it's us, it's our personalities that's gonna being celebrated and being part of it back. But also it's the connection and the community that we're making with them. Um, 
I, I really like I, I'm raging that we never got to do one because I thought we would have absolutely smashed it um, I hope that we do get to do one one day though so let's put a positive spin on that um, because it's amazing I think you guys will love that feeling and you deserve it as well do you okay <laughs> I got all time reflect right oh. now every conversation you've ever had <laughs> go no like, I know what it's like I love the in jokes and stuff people repeat back to us as well like yeah. or like like they, they have quirks they associate with us you know yeah. what I mean like I, that, that is really really nice like and like especially if like I've been on a wrestling show and someone who listens to the podcast comes up and like we have like an in joke, you know what I mean? Like it's really it's nice. Like you have a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You build that up. Yeah. Yeah, that that is really nice. Like yeah. um, I I wasn't thinking of the live stuff when we when we said this as well. Like, but there's just so many from the parties that are just. Mm. I absolutely love like especially centered around like the pool and the games and like this is stuff that I would not have seen myself doing <laughs> yeah, yeah I remember a couple of years ago you said to me you were like when I first asked you to be on this podcast I didn't know you would be so up for doing yeah. all this extra stuff and I said I didn't know I had a choice <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I love it because I feel like I've put myself out there in a way I don't with wrestling because in wrestling yeah. everything is quite under control and scripted to a degree like you, you are a little bit off the cuff and you know you roll with the crowd and stuff but like the challenge of like trying to be funny and improv and then like just the the situations that we've been put in have been ridiculous <laughs> even Keen versus queen every week like i know i don't prepare and i should prepare but like it's it's so scary but it's so nice you yeah. know what I mean? like it's it, when, when you get like genuine laughs off people then it's 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 lovely like but know? then also as well like kind of what's nice about it is then you it is scary when you first start doing it but then you're like this is a safe space and then you can just be yourself completely yeah. do you know what i mean like you come and you're not scared of doing those things anymore because they're like it's gonna be fine like I'm, I'm with these guys and we're gonna come out and whatever we say is gonna end up being funny or good or you know what i mean yeah. like even when we did like sensitive subjects like and, and stuff that wasn't like funny or random or stuff like that I always felt kind of safe chatting with you guys. I'm like, we're going to get it right. Do you know what I mean? And I knew that there were some topics where we went into where we were nervous, but that was what I always said. I'm like, we do this well and we get it right in the end. And even if we say something wrong, we correct it there and then and we, mm. we, we, we end up in the right place. Like, And that like feeling of comfort and safety, like that's that's kind of what I speak about when I'm like, you don't get that very often. You know, That doesn't necessarily just happen. So like that's kind of stuff as well, like to kind of make it a deeper kind of wider thing. Um, yeah, um, favorite moments. So I, I'm just thinking of the podcast. Like I'm thinking, like I'm trying to think, like the early podcast. Like you know what I mean? Like in, in the first logo, <laughs> so you, the first, the first episode is fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> the, 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 the has to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Leo go and his uh, his his duck. <laughs> I, do, I don't want to talk about it. It, it, <laughs> it was you had that section Leo go, but the duck has to watch it. Yeah, his, his like there was a context, but we're gonna choose not to give that. <laughs> it wasn't much of a context. It was pretty much that. There was no context. <laughs> what, the, what the other options were? I'm happy to share it. Leo Gale and Eric Rowan would have been. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. hilarious. Funniest, wow, yeah. that was fucking gas. I love my first episode, and um, because I wasn't even like on the podcast at that stage, I was just like a one-off kind of like I was spilling in for Jade, I think. Or but something. then afterwards, it was like. He absolutely wants <laughs> to be on the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get like earlier. I remember there was one where like I admitted that I had no idea what the meniscus was. <laughs> and I was like, 
it's like I remember it was Steve Savage tore his meniscus. I didn't know what where it was, so I had to like like he'd, he'd like. <laughs> See, I think you were being serious, took, and then like I think you were like, and it was awful that it was uh, lads. Oh, I'm gonna be. Honest, I don't know what a meniscus. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I like I knew like judging by how he was selling, I was like, right, it's probably the leg, somewhere in the leg. But in my head, I'm like, what, what if it's his arm? What if it's his head or neck or something? I'm like, oh, right in the meniscus <laughs> and I think the title ended up being called but of course they all have lovely meniscuses so um, yeah that's that was uh, like there was a lot of really funny early stuff like when Katie first showed up that was funny as yeah. fuck man CM Hunk had me in fucking tears yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. it that and the gangrel thing you did which you reminded us of a few weeks ago gangrel? The, like do you remember the team song thing where you're like come down to gangrel's garage or something the I improv thing that. I don't remember that I remember you telling me about like and this was a moment that you remembered where you were nervous about whether you'd be funny on a podcast oh no this is we were doing fake insurance yeah yeah. and it was like the gangrel yeah. team song yeah and then you were just like come down to gangrel's insurance I was doing like an infomercial and I was yeah. like if you're a wrestling fan who's had their feelings hurt you may be entitled to compensation <laughs> yeah. so I remember Justy sent me a message just being like I can't believe I genuinely laughed at you <laughs> and I was like oh. it was brilliant it was brilliant it was so yeah and, and then that thing where it was like where you just I, I'll never forget it like you just tore apart Katie for the first time I remember the first time you went for it and I was like how's this gonna go <laughs> and I'm like they don't really know each other that well and he's just out there going for it <laughs> and that was what the show ended up becoming man. Man, it was so weird to listen back to like the first ever like oh, low blows so of Katie yeah. where even, it's like he, he, yeah like these names like Joffrey drinks the Smarties now it's all coming back to me like <laughs> There's, there's a lot of Do you know what? Also, as well, if I'm talking about us three, the, I think the most, the best, it's obviously it's the most historic show, but also it's the best show. It was the one where Katie came back after breaking her. I own. was literally gonna say that, and just because like at the start we're like, here's your microphone. It's like, oh. But also, <laughs> if, if you remember, the big show was called Return of the Queen, and we had that. And um, but then what was it? We had to change it to the Courageous Return of the Queen because it was also the week where th- we thought the headline was. Katie's coming back to the podcast after this big injury. Then Curtis fell apart. <laughs> it was the same day. It was the sa- It was literally because that happened on the Wednesday. Because everything happens on a Wednesday. They fell apart in the morning, and then like we're already planning Katie's comeback show. And we're like, this just became a super show. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of Queen versus Kings. Like remember when we yes. did like the run of challenges? Mm-hmm. Uh, the rap battle is the funniest. Yeah, absolutely tore Katie to shreds there. The rap uh, battle. That, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, you beat me in the John Cena. Or yeah. after I saw John Cena, so yeah. I was like, right, we'll do our own rap battle. And I, yeah. I just, it was fucking. It was uh, the the rap battle, the 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 uh, lip reading game. That was <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember I'm that. not sharing. Oh my god, he shut the fuck up. That stressed me out so much. Um, oh, that was funny, and I love the culmination of it. I love like if we're gonna get to the parties, all the pill stuff is fucking unbelievable. I love all that stuff. Like just because I mean, we talked about it before in the podcast. We talked about it recently, so I won't get too yeah. into it. But um. Just the fact that it's not scripted and you've got like the equivalent of like a six star New Japan classic book yeah. in pill form. Um, I love the entrances, I love wrestling and pill is the best mix. Um, I, the, for me, my favourite low blows party moment is Becky winning the Rumble. Yes. Just because I got to experience that with a crowd. Um, oh, goosebumps. Then Becky like retweeted minutes later. I get goosebumps saying she loves, like she's saying she loves you guys and then you're in the front. <laughs> you're the loudest person. There's something like. <laughs> Half a million people have seen that. There's an underrated. I was on Sports Center. You're on Sports Center. Alright. Oh, <laughs> you're on ESPN in the US. There is 
um, a really underrated moment I've written down here. I don't know how I remembered it, but it was from. Remember there was a little gap where we were able to go to Buskers in the pandemic. Mm, yeah. where our restrictions ease for like about three weeks yeah. and we did this massive NFL preview it was like 20-30 yeah. minutes and like me and Katie like didn't watch the NFL but I was like it doesn't matter we're experts and I literally <laughs> went team after team and I was like this is what I think about this this is what yeah. that was fucking gas man this, that's yeah. the sort of shit I love you just give me like fishing what is your opinion on fishing and normally and you see this whenever I do my videos where I like ask non-wrestling fans about wrestling and they're like I don't know but I love when people like throw shit at me they're like what's your opinion and I'm just like because it's like I don't give a shit, I can just say whatever I want, I'm like, trout fishing, you know, it's, it's an art form, and some master the art, others don't. Do you know how I get that off? I get that off my dad. My dad goes to into the canteen, uh, you know, in the middle of like, bus driving shifts, not while he's driving the bus, you know, it's a break in between <laughs> bus driving. Um, but <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll sit in, and there'll be a match on, and they talk about the football, and be like, oh, so much thing of that, and he's like, well, really, you know, it's, it's a game of two halves, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the bell, or no, not the bell, sorry, you, know, you don't know, the result isn't there until the final whistle, you know what I mean, and it's like, I'll always, like, feed him lines here and there that'll, like, work, you know, little cliches and stuff like that, um, that's all funny as fuck, so I love doing that, and NFL preview, those, those, those are actually good shows yeah. where we got to meet up in Buskers for, like, three There was weeks. a real energy there, because we're, like, just delighted to see people, <laughs> it was yeah. like, yeah. I remember you you guys always talk about kind of the energy when you got to come back to Five Factory yeah. during last summer, I think it was very similar for that anyway, because like, we're like, you're you're real, <laughs> you're not just a face on the screen, I forgot you had legs. <laughs> uh, the Game of Thrones were on the I, I was yes. I, that, that was next on my list, so yeah. Hyperstreak being there was really, really Watch funny. Watch damn kids. It was just <laughs> there the whole time, said nothing for the whole podcast, and I was like, well again, like what I said, like, what do you think of that? <laughs> and he just comes out with that. All the, I love how all the guests offered something different. I feel like I just said this last week. Did this come up last week? I don't know. But how all the guests, like from Valkyrie to Terry Thatcher to yeah. Jay Money, like everyone had something different. It just different got offer. bigger and bigger. The like we started off with, with Valkyrie. Like again, we started off with like current WWE superstar, even Valkyrie. <laughs> and that was like the quiet show that people don't talk about. Do you know what I mean? And it got bigger and bigger as it went on. And like then we just like assassinated our poor like <laughs> we assassinated the character of our co-host who's sitting there with two broken arms <laughs> like recovering and we just completely like tore apart and then like brought in your partner now fiance who immediately jumped on board <laughs> yeah, immediately right in there. but the best part was and we talked about Melina already but the best part was at the end of it because I wanted to say I'm like this isn't fun unless Katie just like it's not that I wanted you to snap but I wanted you to win you have to get your heat back yeah. you know what I mean I'm like this isn't like it's not funny there needs to be something so I was thinking about saying it but I'm like I don't like setting up bits they never work yeah. you know what I mean but I'm like please and then you just the last episode you just snapped and then you're like you just and the fact that Justy was there and Justy was the first and you destroyed him you absolutely destroyed him to the point I've never seen Justy just so convincingly lose an argument where he's like you ruined him and then you drop the mic and you're like I'm off the party with my lady go fuck yourself no, no. do you know what that's like do you ever see when Martin O'Neill is doing punditry for I don't know what I don't know what channel or what match it was but they tried, like, someone, someone tried to do, like, a bit, it might have been Adrian Childs or one of them, tried to do, like, a little bit of banter with, like, Martin O'Neill, slagging him off. And he just, again, Martin O'Neill's proper nerdy, you know, got the glasses, same glasses and everything. And he's just like, oh, and he's sitting next to, like, Patrick Vieira, like, someone or, like, football legend. And he's just like, 
oh, it's funny you should say that because I actually won like uh, European Cups, as they were called, European Cups Champions League now at the time, uh, and I, I've won five of them. Have either of you won a Champions Cup? Uh, Champions League? <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck? Like, they proper slaughtered them, and they're like, oh shit, yeah. it was funny. That yeah. The Low Blows finale is one arguably like my favourite because I literally I have no passion for TV shows as you've established so I have nothing really to add for the most part when I came to shows <laughs> I was kind of just me, me just sort of chilling when everyone else was kind of like going no but this is what it means and this is that and this and that I was like oh yeah that's pretty cool um, but I didn't really have much to say but the last one was so funny I remember one thing that sticks out to me is like the funniest thing about it was um, when um, uh, what was it uh, Sansa was talking about, uh, well, I forget all their names now, Bran, is that it? Bran, yeah. and, uh, and she was like, Bran the Broken. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Bran the Cripple, okay, cool. Bran Leggy McNoleg, legs up. It's like, okay, 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 okay. I was like, and, his, and his dick doesn't work either as well. <laughs> I remember that, that doesn't have me in tears laughing. But the whole episode is great. Um, but for me, like, Melina, this is probably like, of two moments left, and one of them is yeah. meet Melina. Because it was just like, she just shows up, right? And Kate just, Kate just turns around and just like, just turns around to me and it's just like, uh, oh, like I, I, I didn't know what like what like Kate was saying. I couldn't really hear because I think Justin was like screaming at Game of Thrones or something yeah, like that. Sure, yeah. And um, and like she was completely unfazed. And I think you like, get the fuck out of here. I'm making a point. Of <laughs> the end of turn. And you were like, and you were like, oh, go on, go. I was like, what do you mean, go? And Kate was like, do you want to come? Oh, because I had told you to yeah. say yeah, 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 yeah. And you were like, oh, do you come see, see? I was like, said like Melissa. I was like, who's Melissa? I was like, I stood up awkwardly. I was like, um, okay. And I walk out. I see fucking Melina. I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> 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 oh man, it's just, it's just again, like, it's just the fact that, like, you can just have somebody like that just show up, like, at a fucking. That was a like, Or you can rephrase that, it's just you co host can do something so nice for you. Despite... It actually was a really thoughtful moment. Uh, <laughs> no, no, she just stumbled in on one part of She just stumbled in. Assassinating her car. No, okay, you're not doing it, no credit given. Um, but I will say, my final moment that had me in absolute tears. Hate to say it, I fucking hate it, but it is a Katie moment. <laughs> Tato Piquet is one of the funniest yes. things that I've ever experienced because it was just so shit and unfunny <laughs> that like I remember like and the, what I loved about this is that we were in person, right? And I, was, I was literally saying this to my dad earlier. Like this way in person is so much better than online because if it was online, you'd be like, oh, is your screen frozen or oh, like are you you know are you alright whatever? You knew. 100% I did not laugh I didn't laugh I didn't find it funny in fact I was honestly offended by how shite the joke actually was I didn't have made the process just how shite this was like you said it the words then hit me and I was like no hang on she didn't actually say that that wasn't actually the joke she went for like, I was just sitting there I was like hang on she went for that joke no she actually genuinely went for that like that happened. joke and again the fact that I'm even using the word joke here is quite very generous the most generous thing I've ever done and I was just sitting there I was like wow Wow. <laughs> and after that then, because it got brought back up throughout the show, it got funny, it got, like, it went from being the worst thing I've ever heard to coming full circle to being, like, the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because it was just, it kept getting mentioned again and again and again. And I'm like, take off again. Now when I see, you know now, because I always called her Renee Young, I never, like, because she was never featured on, like, yeah. any shows after, so I still call her Renee Young in my head. So whenever I see Renee Paquette, I'm like, <laughs> I, mean, I only think of one like that surname Paquette there is nothing else that will ever 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 come into my head besides Tao <laughs> but like it's that same episode you fantasy booked yeah that yeah, was, yeah. I mean, the yacht made the hot tag yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yacht made the hot tag yeah it was like yeah. I can't attack you but I what was it 
but I know somebody who can. And it's like Tato Paquette walks in, beats the shit out of everyone. Oh man, fucking! Oh. And then that was also the same. Oh, was that the same week? It may have even been the same week we found out about your uh, your the caravan, your love. No, that was that was a week a week or two later. Right. Your love for um for plasters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no, the wet plasters. Like, that doesn't cut it. That doesn't cut it. It has to be the dry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you have to. You have to be the plaster master, not the queen. Fuck the queen. I'll come back and MC a show, and you fucking will be the plaster master. I'm coming to you. I will call you the plaster master, regardless. You know what I mean? It's is what it is. Uh, (laughs) Um, Thank you for the question. Ah, Chloe underscore. This is adorable. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you met each other? No. <laughs> no, actually, I, I oh shit, I don't. See, my for me, it's like with Katie, it, it, it's really embarrassing. It's probably like buying a T-shirt and pro wrestling also. I don't laugh at me. I don't want. I don't want to admit that. I don't want to admit that. <laughs> it's just like take out the twenty euro. No, <laughs> somebody <laughs> Somebody else bought a T-shirt. I was standing there and I just happened to be there. No, I think I'm going to exclude that from my memory because that's really embarrassing. Um, I'm going to say um, it would have been. Just before you would have done low blows, it would have been like about two or three months, you were at a low blows party and it was a Japanese one. And then after it, it was CM Punk's second oh, UFC fight. Oh, I showed fight. a fucking lock to that, I did. I uh, don't think you, were you? Because yeah. you were, you, no, it's the one where your man got fucked out. You remember your man? Yeah, but me, I, 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 I'd been day drinking. Oh, day. right. Yeah, I was locked on tonight. Really? You yeah. didn't come across You did, yeah. No, yeah, you came really right. didn't. Oh, yeah, I'd been drinking whiskey from a can for hours. I think in <laughs> contrast, no, I think it was in contrast to the lad who yeah. got fucked out. It was like everyone else is normal. Yeah. So it was like it brought you back up to like sober levels, kind of. That's hilarious. Well, um, that's and with you, I don't, I don't remember. I, I remember the first time seeing you because I recognised you from being a cartoon. And like, because you came, I think your first low lows party was the SummerSlam party. It so was. that would have been the first time I would have seen you. But like, I seen you come in, I'm like, and like, I just kind of, like, I saw you in the corner of me, I'm like, that's Corporate King. <laughs> and I'm like, I swear to God, I recognize that him in the car too. I was like, I'm like, that's Corporate King. I'm like, I love those fucking videos. I'm like, <laughs> how do I recognize him? Like, how do I know that too? And then I remember, I think I went up to Jade, I'm like, Scorpio Keen, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Um, the first time we hung out would have been, because we would have spoken beforehand, but like we wouldn't have met up to before when you joined our Blows. First time we would have hung out is when we did that WWE 2K sample in Buskers. Do you remember me, you, Jade, and Trump? Oh! Yeah. Oh, that is a throwback of that! Yeah. Ah, yeah. I, oh my god, that I remember this! You was all fucked off to go bathroom or something like that. And like when you you were going, <laughs> I turned the stadium into a big Eric Rowan stadium. I put Eric Rowan's face on the Rowan's head was everywhere. And the TV came, was like, like in where the ping pong tables are. <laughs> oh, how did you remember that? Yeah, that's that's that unlocked the fucking. That has, I knew, because I was like, 
we definitely would have hung out before the podcast, but we wouldn't have, but you're busy usually at, sh- at like parties. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was one thing where I couldn't, oh my god, it was, yeah, yeah you yeah. and me, Jane. So, I was so happy you came along because, like, I, I just kind of threw it out. It was supposed to be just me, Jane, and Tristan going out there, but I'm like, throw it out to the lads because, like, it's going to be a fun night. Yeah, you put it as well. And then I was so happy you came because I was like, I, I actually wanted to kind of get one on one time with you and chat because, like, we'd agreed to work together, but we never actually yeah, met. Yeah, we never hung out. So, yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, that's fucking, yeah, it was great. Oh, that's so fun. I, Oh well. I would have met you like shortly afterwards, like probably that week. Um the first time I met you would have been the Survivor series that Justy did the uh, um what you call it? Um State Wires. State Wires Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. did that. Like it's so bizarre to me because I, I went to the parties when they were in other places. That's I just would have never talked to you. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's deliberately or just coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> See Phil got fucked out at the first uh, party. <laughs> I never would have spoken yeah. to you. Never would have um, yeah, no that that's it is mental, but like it was that's the first time I remember speaking to you because I'd seen the progress promo not long before that. And I was like I was I became your biggest fan. Like after seeing that, and I was like, I remember saying to Jay and Tristan, like, hey, fucking Harvey, like, and uh, I remember seeing you, and I was like, see, this is the thing <laughs> if you're me and you've had like certain people try and blacklist your name like several times in Irish wrestling, um, for uh, like nearly a decade, um, like sometimes you'll just go up and approach people and just be like, I'm actually a normal person, and I'm actually a big fan of yours. <laughs> and I went up and I was like, I'm a big fan of your work, just wanted to say I appreciate what you're doing and, and keep it up. And I was in, you're just like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I could tell there's a, there a surprise there because again, people like see me kind of as the boogeyman because they may have heard stories from people who like dislike me and like I remember like I got that reaction because I get it from a lot of people where they're like he's actually alright but see what I would have heard is I don't be don't you yeah yeah you might have heard that as well, yeah. so like I get that a lot where people where like I'm not surprised when they get it and it's like he's actually a normal person he didn't he didn't try and say I'm gonna ruin Irish wrestling and he never get to wrestle again because I hate your dreams which is what I think people think that's the first time I met you guys um, t- go back to Joe's question about uh, best low blows moment. How could I have forgotten Katie Harvey shooting on Tori Wilson? Oh, oh so funny. Oh. Just something to go back to. Just forgot. And about the that. impressions we never mentioned the varied impressions. <laughs> I, over the years. Oh, we are we are about to. We are about to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Owen underscore Davis one. Believe it or not, the main event. What three words would you use to describe your co-host? Well, while we're here, Rick, world class impressionist. <laughs> Do you have? I don't want to ask this, but do you have one Jamie Lannister impression just for the road? <laughs> I couldn't possibly think of a Jamie Lannister impression that would sign off low blows in any way. All right, first of all, I'm glad I have come with something to stop that. Um, <laughs> just, again, another really funny moment: the Barney Renee stuff. Oh, genuinely yeah, yeah. happy, choking, laughing, like choking. I know if I ever see that person's name. I will be like, Barney Renee. We're actually nearly at Barney Renee time, are we? What? It's so, now Sundays. Sunday. Oh, it's Sundays. Sundays. And oh, I remember, sorry. Like now, I still, I still do it because it's an OCD thing. But now when I do it, I laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, what made that weirder is as well. After we did that, we put a clip online and tagged him in it because it's like. 
that's you're gonna read that like you're gonna see it and he definitely did see it like he's not hugely famous he definitely did because like when you're that level of mid-tier famous you see every tweet Katie you see every tweet you're tagged in do you know what I mean yeah like so he definitely saw it and then he chooses to ignore it which <laughs> makes it worse it makes it real yeah, uncomfortable it's worse when they when they when they pull you up on it because I remember you put up a clip where I was talking about OJMO and then the next time I saw him he brought it up to me and I was like Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what three words are you use to describe Katie? Dangerous. This is a dangerous question. Old. <laughs> Butler. <laughs> I fucking. This is, I hate the way this is like almost a compliment. I don't like that. But I can't think of a word for it. It's like funny, but in a painful way. Like funny in like a really funny way. I can't leave it a funny because that simplifies it. It's like funny in a re- like an embarrassing ma way. Like in like <laughs> But that's still funny. Oh, but it's it was a different type of it is, but it's like I don't want to say funny. Like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like when when your kid is born they're gonna be ready that most embarrassing like yeah. fun like I hate yeah. saying funny, but funny, embarrassing man yeah. ever, because it's literally what I've experienced for the last like yeah. three years and shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that'd be it. So well, is there a word for funny, but in a, bar- in, a, in a painful way? Yeah, funny. Better word than that? Anything? Cringe. Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three words. Uh, okay, Katie. I don't have words for you. I, I find this really hard. It's, it's very tough. Yeah. It's very tough. It's kind of forces you to like say nice things, which is very uncomfortable. Well, I don't say nice things. I don't have a problem saying nice things about you. Um, sport. You're a good sport. Like you know what I mean. You, you you're game for a laugh, and you put yourself out there. Which sport? Uh, hockey. Oh, it's um, a good sport. <laughs> but that's not one of my words. Oh, uh, <laughs> sports, crack. ice hockey. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Crack, uh, the drug's not fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also very fitting because it's, it's, it's what you're about to be, but it's only making it official, uh, Manny. Um, oh. It'd be something definitely. Uh, Keen, um, hilarious. Um, is that in a painful way or just a regular way? <laughs> no, but, um, this is a weird one. Wives. Ooh. Um, <laughs> because and, and the context I mean that in is beyond your years because even though like I've 10 years on you some of the stuff you come out especially when you get serious the odd time you get serious on the show it's it's made me think of things in a way which I've never thought of <laughs> you know what I mean um, and that kind of brings me to my last word for you uh, it'll be potential um, oh. and like that is the thing because I always talk about like I wanna do you know the way you wanna fast forward Irish wrestling to three, four years from now just to see what it's like? Yeah, yeah. I wanna fast forward your life ten <laughs> years. Cause I always say this about you. There's gonna be a day where you're like fucking big jacked, like kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure my you know, <laughs> You're just like coming in there owning the room and stuff like that. And like you remind me so much of like uh like even just like since I've got to know you, like I know you always describe yourself as like kind of socially awkward. We had like corporate team versus life and stuff like that. But even in the time that I've come to know you, like the amount of things that you've said at the start that you'd never ever do that you've just done and you've just like owned it and you've tried in every sense. And you remind me so much of like, and Katie, you'll, you'll appreciate this. 
so many trainees that come in like at the start you get to know them and they're kind of quiet but then you get to know them a bit more and it's like man like they have a fucking personality on them and then like they become this fucking big alpha male when they kind of find their people and find themselves and i think you found your people i think you found yourself and i think that's when you're going to grow and i'm excited to see what it grows into because like even seeing you now kind of you know how well you're doing at college and you've got patreon and you're doing well and you're actually making money off what you did which is what you said you always want to do so when i see kind of the finished product of that that makes me really excited so uh it's been it's been really fun to be part of your journey and i hope that i continue to be um, I thought you were going to say dickhead, this is way better. <laughs> well, you guys, yeah, no, honestly, uh, we might as well say nice. It's the last question for the last show, so nice things. So, frustrating for Keen. Because <laughs> 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 even when he's insulting the fuck out of me, I laugh. And yeah, it's no, like no, frustrating. That, that's so weird, like. like, you know what I mean? It's like, I know I'm the butt of the joke, but the joke <laughs> is so funny. I'm now so angry. <laughs> Um, that's it. <laughs> no, I try to. It's really hard to take like singular it's words. Very, so I, and people, it's very awkward. You can use any word you want. You can just, you can just look at like say like water. Mars. Like water. Mars, <laughs> sticky tape. J class. Mid-card mafia. Real quick. How many words? in the English language. I'll go to some people Google it before me. Um, I've got Google Translate from uh, English to Irish saying that how many is cave aid. That's not what I, what I Googled. Um, there's actually no answer here. Normally, like, oh, sorry, it's got a dictionary here. This is um, Korean, Portuguese, Finnish, Kurdish, English, 520,000. Those are the words I meant the words you can choose from uh, to describe me now. Uh, two, two more is only two out of two five hundred and twenty thousand. So pedantic. <laughs> uh, I'm reasonable, like as for like as, as like what you are, like and again, it's, reasonably what? It's frustrating, no, but like you're reasonably you're, frustrating. You're, oh. <laughs> like you're reasonable in your answers. You know what I mean? Like you always have a really measured take on things. Like where I'm an outraged person. Like, I, like if I hear something, I immediately have a big opinion and I have to simmer myself down like and sometimes I've come in like so riled up about a subject and then I've listened to you talk and then by the end I'm like oh fuck now I can see the other side of it it's, it's <laughs> hilarious know? when you change your opinion halfway through the night yeah. <laughs> it's usually the reason he's like just very reasonable oh. in his opinions and I'm just like Maybe I'm the dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm the buddy. You're not the dickhead, you're the plaster master. <laughs> uh, that should have been my three words. Oh, shit. The plaster master! Oh, fuck! <laughs> um, yeah, so look, we're uh, speaking of words, this is it, guys. This is it. Any final words to, for, the, for, the, for the foreseeable? You know, it's actually something I wanted to say to all the listeners and like obviously all of you as well for like, I'd say probably the last like three years and it's just something that's kind of built up over time, right? I'm finally glad that we have this moment. Um, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's it! This is the show! What the fuck? Uh, thanks guys. 